G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, good morning, Martin. Good morning, Alan. Good to be with you again. That's nice. Nice to talk to you too. Now, anyone would think there was an election going on because politicians in Victoria seem to be throwing money at everything. <laughs> I think that's, that's a pretty good summary. In fact, that's very close to the summary I was going to give of, of uh, one of the campaign launches in particular uh, down in Victoria. So, yep, you're right. There has been uh, a couple of campaign launches over the weekend, the ALP and the Liberals vying for the premiership of the state of Victoria. And, uh, look, the ALP um, particularly was probably... Big on the, the big showpieces because they they're playing a pretty small target. It's health and infrastructure, health and infrastructure, uh, and I think one of the big infrastructure programs is is a multi billion dollar underground rail system, and I mean multi multi billion and uh, health similarly throwing big money at it. Um, the Liberals, of course, went for all of the things that uh, the ALPs sort of known weaknesses: crime, uh, cost of living, congestion, and population growth, um, and that's what they were on about. But it's interesting. Not only were there two campaign launches over the weekend, but uh, ACL had our Victorian State Conference over the weekend, the day before uh, the campaign <laughs> launches. Um, and Matthew Guy came and spoke to uh, our people, which was very good of him. Um, and I think that some of the listeners would be very interested to know that Matthew Guy spoke extremely well at that conference. He uh, talked about education in particular. Uh, he talked about the fact that the abolition of safe schools is guaranteed, uh, he talked about the fact that there would be an audit of the education department and the curriculum um, to find uh, traces of gender ideology, sexualized content, cultural Marxism, and that they would be overhauling that, that he would bring back religious instruction in schools, um, <clears throat> and that he believed without a shadow of a doubt that parents were uh, the people who decided the values with which their children were raised and not uh, the education department. And so that was just for starters. He went on to personal opposition to euthanasia and other things as well. So spoke um, really well, which is encouraging. I mean, I don't usually speak in a way that's party partisan because, um, I, you know, I just don't think that that's, that's what we're here for. But in Victoria, it is true that the Andrews government really has been flying the flag and bearing the torch for a lot of radical stuff. Most of the money going into the safe school stuff uh, and the affiliated groups like Minus 18, Project Rockets, all coming out of Victoria. Um, you know, they've got issues down there even with the police. You know, that gets wacky with a huge bill if you uh, if your events get protested and it sort of gives a permission structure for the protesters to do what they want. They've sort of tried to attack religious schools and re just strip religious schools specifically of their right to employ Christian staff. Uh, it's been pretty, pretty bad. And mm. um, there's a lot of things on the horizon that are sort of phase two of this social agenda, which we, uh, you know, are very confident will come in in a re restored Andrews government. So 
I think in the particular case of Victoria, um, I'm just going to have to come out there and say, look, um, unfortunately, there is a big difference between the two parties on this occasion. And uh, a restored Andrews government will give them the permission that they were looking for, the mandate they're looking for to continue on something of a fairly serious anti-Christian move in that state. So Victoria is uh, leading the nation in in a lot of bad ways, uh, and uh, we can pray for the outcome there. Because you, you mentioned safe schools, because there's the the new thing, Project <coughs> Rocket, which is uh, mm. which is leaning lo- looming over the horizon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we broke this story last week. Um, <clears throat> spoke to uh, a couple of newspapers and a couple of radio uh, stations about Project Rocket, which again is out of Victoria. So many of these things are. Um, you know, there's, there's just a cultural shift on, unfortunately. Um, that's, that's, uh, and, and a lot of ideology coming out of there. And Project Rocket is um, essentially Safe Schools 2.0. It's, it's, it's much more polished. Uh, it's more professional. Uh, it presents itself with a cyber safety and anti-bullying um, veneer. But, of course, what, what, one of the things we need to understand is that, you know, we call it um, gender theory. We call it um, political correctness. Uh, we call it queer theory. We call it cultural Marxism. Um, these guys call it anti-bullying. Uh, and so whenever you see that language, uh, the truth of the matter is uh, that, that, that anti-bullying has become a term that hides a multitude of sins. And, uh, you know, the program's director for Project Rocket, when she got the job, or when they got the job, they're a, they're a non-binary drag activist, is what they call themselves, so they're a drag performer, identifies non-binary, and they said, they tweeted and said, I'm advocating for the dismantling of the cis-hetero-patriarchal supremacy and normativity. So it's it's overtly political. They're going into schools and they're teaching kids that, you know, um, uh, that there is, uh, uh, they're teaching kids that uh, to smash the, the heteronormative narrative, the idea that people are basically straight, the idea that there's boys and girls, this kind of thing. And they're trying to, they've been given $1 million from Facebook to recruit child political activists to the cause so that they can be voices in their schools. Um, and I was looking on their Instagram <clears throat> where you have, they're presenters putting quotes up there like gender is a galaxy. It can never be understood, but you can always explore it. Um, you know, by the way, B.I. is not a phase. Um, you know, things like this, you know, you don't have to be X or Y. You can be the whole alphabet. Uh, it's pretty, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, and so it's highly political. It's highly um, uh, gender theory based. Uh, it's highly sexualized. Um, and they're out there saying pretty overtly, one of the main things we do in these programs is that we get the kids to follow us on social media afterwards. And if you go and check out the social media, not only of the program, but more importantly of the presenters and the people involved with it, and they do, they get the kids to go and friend them and all that kind of thing. The sexualized content, uh, the explicit content on those social media pages is it's shocking. Parents would be utterly alarmed. Um, you even have one of the presenters there appearing topless and all this kind of thing. Um, they are in their private lives, performers for adult clubs and this sort of stuff. It's it's pretty nasty. The kids are only ever a click away from, from some bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I saw a comment from someone saying, hey, I'm in year three and you came to my school. I mean, it's just, it's really troubling. So, look, this is all... The, the, sum, the, the summary of this is it's very serious. We're trying to expose it. We've had a lot of concerned parents contact us. That's how we found out about it ourselves. And it's, again, it's a Victorian thing. And uh, I think that people, if they could watch this space, we'll be launching a campaign on it very soon. 
But also I think that a new government in Victoria would move against these sorts of programs and stop any government funding uh, and also prevent them from coming into schools. Meanwhile, across the water in Tasmania, they're also talking about strange things. They're talking about removing the sex from birth certificates so people are <clears throat> people's birth certificate would be effectively gender neutral. Well, that's right. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing, isn't it? There's so much that's related to gender in the news at the moment, and I think that's going to continue for some time because once you get through the same-sex marriage hurdle, of course, you've got to move on to the T and the whole LGBT thing, and that's just where the, that's where the cultural activists are focusing their attention. So we're going to see more and more stories like this. Uh, we've already seen a lot. Uh, and as you say, Alan, it is the case of uh, in Tasmania, if, someone, if a child is born... Uh, what they want to do is make sure that the birth certificate does not record their sex. It doesn't say male or female, it's just silent on the subject. Now, that's a historical record, it's a biological fact. It actually kind of happens to matter uh, to understanding who someone is and to their identity, which is uh, what a birth certificate records. Um, and it is ideologically driven. So that's going on in Tasmania. Um, we are running a campaign down there just to see that removed from the legislation. Uh, there was actually legislation that was put forward uh, to, um, to ensure that uh, transgender people didn't have to get divorced when they changed gender. Um, and uh, the Greens tried, have decided to smuggle in this amendment that says, oh, well, we'll take gender off birth certificates. No, there's other options. Uh, that's not the right thing. But of course, with, with programs like Project Rocket out there, you'll have a whole generation of kids coming along who genuinely believe that this is the right thing to do. Uh, and so it is going to be a really uh, hot cultural sticking point for a long time, I think. We're out of time, Martin. So much to talk about. It's uh, going to be an interesting few weeks, I think it's fair to say. I think it's fair to say that, uh, Alan, and uh, it'll probably be like that for a while. So uh, buckle in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Good to talk to you. Take care. Cheers. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.